Peter Borker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now joining me today in the studio is Brian Lovegrove, best-selling author of The Abundance Factor and Unleash Your Fear. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, Pete. Peter, I'm sorry. <clears throat> now, the reason I thought it would be good to get you on the show is because I like I like the thought of your sort of your ebook unleash your fear and one of the things that i've noticed in the last 12 months is that entrepreneurs have gone through probably even more uncertainty than they did in 0809 when we had the great financial crisis and during this pandemic we've heard more about mental health than we ever have done what's your take on that well that's absolutely true so many times we struggle with how do we respond to what's going on around us? And the biggest challenge that we run into is that fear is the number one thing that's preventing us from moving forward. And it doesn't help when everybody in every source of information coming at us is telling us that we need to be running and hiding from these little microbes that are out to kill us. And so through this process of not knowing what is gonna be happening, what's coming around the corner next, you know, it's, it's fear, 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 because they're promoting it because it allows them to control us. But as entrepreneurs, we don't do that. We want control, we take control. But the challenge is, is when we focus on the things that are out of our control, that's when we start to get paralyzed. We stop moving forward and we start second guessing ourselves through this process. Yeah, and I love the way that Stephen Covey used to talk about it being the two circles, circles of influence and circle of concern. I think the way you beautifully illustrate it is that people have been, well, not everybody actually, but a lot of people have been just caught up in their circle of concern. Absolutely. And when you focus on those things that are out of your control, because you can't do anything about them, you feel helpless. And so that usually leads us to pursue something that gives us that comfort level, which is pursuing things that normally aren't great for us. We, we tend to eat. I, the, you've heard of the, the COVID-15 the additional weight that people pack on, they go <laughs> yeah. uh, down rabbit holes in scrolling on YouTube or Facebook or binge watching on TV or whatever, just to, uh, so that they can feel comfortable again. You know what's interesting? I think that most of us at some point have been there. I can tell oh, you that, I mean, I've definitely been there where I've been thrown out of a routine and my weight hasn't been controlled quite like it should be. I think the difference is, is your one's ability to snap out of it and actually find that new control. Right. And that's one of the things that when I'm working with my clients, we teach people to evaluate their performance on a regular basis. And so they can stop. And when they sit down and they, they do the journal, you see the incredible 91 day journal here behind me. It's one of my tools that I help my clients use to 
make sure that they're on track and moving forward. And they spend their review at the end of the day saying, okay, did I get done what I needed to get done today? Did I stay focused? Did I, was I moving in the direction I wanted to go? And when you get off track, you are stop and analyze and says, wow, I really got off track. But because we do it on a daily basis and weekly basis and monthly basis, we're not waiting until a week goes by or a month goes by before we snap out of it. We recognize it and we allow them to be able to adjust and continue to move forward in the direction they want to go as opposed to where they're trying to be led off to. I suppose what's interesting with that, I, I know what you're saying in terms of being kept on track, but this is probably one of the first situations, and I don't know what it's been quite like in the US, but I'll give you the UK as an example, where we've had people having to remote work from home for the first time ever, you've had you've had business people, entrepreneurs, having to do very often schooling as well, homeschooling, because both parents are now stuck in a house. And sometimes probably the working environment at home has been far from ideal. And that's absolutely thrown them into headspin. We've seen that a lot over here. Yes, we've seen it a lot over here as well. So many times when we change, we have to adapt, we have to come up with the level of routine. And because I worked from home for so long, even before this, I recognize that there's, there's pros and cons to working from home. The pro is you're 10 feet from the office. The con is you're 10 feet from the office. Absolutely. And so I've seen so many people that struggle with the distraction of, oh, I got to go do the laundry or, oh, my kid needs attention or this, that, and the other thing. And they're not staying focused on taking the actions they know they need to take in order to achieve the level of results they want in their life. And what's interesting is very often the kids don't understand. So they think either mommy or daddy is at home. So right. to them, it's like holiday. Yes. How do you help, the, how do you help people like that? create boundaries because so i think that's one of the things that's been missing has been those boundaries well i think so many times we need to stop and actually address it with the kids even young kids because there's been several times when i've been coaching clients and the kids are running around in the background and things like that you, it's teaching the children that says okay this is mommy and daddy's work time Mommy and daddy need 20 minutes, 30 minutes of uninterrupted time so that they can focus to get something done. And then mommy and daddy will come play with you or spend time with you. But it's helping them understand that says, look, you have a job too. Your job is to study or go to school or play quietly and not interrupt mommy and daddy so that they can get stuff done. But having that education and addressing the situation on the front end and then making sure they understand it, because again, we've been doing this long enough now, hopefully that that has developed over time. If it hasn't, take the time to make that a reality for people. And that's an interesting point you make, Brian, because at the end of the day, a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, things are going to necessarily bounce back. 
I don't think they're going to bounce back. They're more going to bounce forward. And this becomes more of our day-to-day reality. And unless we get these things firmly in place, people are going to spend many years in the future still in the wilderness. Oh, yes. I think there is so much turmoil going on right now, so many different challenges. And if you stop and look at history, you know, we had one parent that stayed home with the kids and that was their job was raising the kids. And that was a tough job as it is. It is a tough job. I mean, those stay at home parents are the unsung heroes. Totally. You know, but the other challenge we have is making sure that as we raise our kids, we are teaching them to thrive in the real world not in the fantasy world that where we protect them and everything is going to be rosy and lovely for them because it's not, they're going to have to deal with the challenges of people that are unhappy and upset with them and getting in their face. They got to learn to deal with those challenges. They got to deal with the uncertainty. They got to deal with failure. And that's a full-time job for that parent. And so I see us potentially moving back to one breadwinner potentially going forward. And so how do you come up with that? How do you recreate things? How does that shift our economy? How does that, there's so many different things that are going to happen along there. So how can you, and it's really stopping and saying, okay, how can I, the listener, adapt to the changes that are coming down the, down the pipe? I don't necessarily know what's going to come. That's the, that's the interesting thing. No one does. And I think because no one knows what the fear, I mean, there is the fear. I mean, all I'm hearing there is fear. Everyone's sort of fearful that there may be a third wave in the UK, which means there are going to be more lockdowns. I think people are fearful of investing in the business, taking out money to keep their business going. It's... It's like people have, and there are people out there that are not doing this, by the way. There are people out there that are absolutely, they're killing it right now. Mm-hmm. I suppose because their, their ability to make the right decision, I suppose they're not paralyzed by fear. But I think that for me, it's more the people that are actually hit by fear and they are scared and it is causing them mental stress. Really, how do we help these people get out of the deep hole they're in and actually get to that point where they can empower themselves again? and get ahead of the curve. Well, that's actually something that we talk about in my book, Unleash Your Fear. And I actually took a belief from the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, which is written by a great lady, Dr. Susan Jeffers. Brilliant book. And she talks about a belief that if all you do is adopt this belief, and the belief is actually true for you, even though you may not realize it, the belief is... You know, what, whatever happens, I can handle it. Whatever happens to me, I can handle it. And if you stop to think about that, that's true for you, Peter, and it's true for the listener, because you're here today. You've been able to handle whatever life has thrown at you. It makes sense that you will be able to handle whatever life throws at you in the future. And so by taking that certainty and creating that within yourself. That's, see, that's the problem that many people have is they, 
they build their certainty on external factors. One of the things that we talk about in the book is to bring that level of certainty back inside you. Because when the level of certainty is high and it's based upon what you can control and what you can generate, then nobody can knock you off your certainty. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. I mean, you guys experienced World War II much greater than we did. 9-11 was a real eye-opener for us. It changed so many different lives. So the concept of things going to change and things going to happen, I mean, this COVID thing is not anywhere close to what you guys experienced in World War II. And so we tend to make things bigger than they are. I suppose the, the interesting thing to that is most people, most entrepreneurs now at an age, where I suppose they've got no true frame of reference to the true horrors of World War II. They see the movie, they play yeah. the video games, but it isn't quite really the reality of what people went through. So I suppose the, the frame of reference there is kind of, what I would call somewhat distorted. Yeah. I suppose the question is, I mean, and I'm hearing it a lot from people out there where, I mean, look, they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. They've got no money coming into the business. They're totally bootstrapped. I mean, literally, they are lit when you talk about cash runway in the business, they're either in minus days and they're hoping that someone doesn't shut them down or they're a day away from running out of cash. And for them, that fear is real. How can we help them get a grip of the situation so they can turn around that cash position? Because the fear, living in that fear isn't going to get that result for them. You and I both know that. Right. And you got to face reality. Maybe what you need to do is you need to stop and say, okay, how can we trim the expenses down? And I'm, I'm sure these people have done this already. They, they've gone through this process, but they're still running out of cash. We need to remember that we, like you said, we can't, we're not going back, we're going forward. So if you haven't pivoted yet, you need to start the pivot process and you need to start looking for the new opportunities that are out there. But it's also stop thinking about, oh, we can go back. Well, eventually it'll come back. It's not gonna come back. You need to look for those new opportunities but really look, says, what is the new opportunities? How can I continue to serve my clients in a new way? And yeah, when we look, the restaurants have probably been the biggest ones that have been hit here. And they've adapted significantly. In my town that I live in here, the outdoor uh, seating ex experiences happened significantly here. They, they adapted. They said, okay, how can we move forward? What are the different ways within the regulations that government has put on us? And they adapted and they went back to government and said, hey, can we, you know, let's work together to create some wiggle room here. Because at least here in the United States, I'm not sure about how things are in the UK and the other nations. I think government does truly understand it at a certain level. At what level government does is based upon the industries and that different thing is that they got to understand that, yes, business needs to move forward. The economy needs to move forward. They can't just shut the economy down and expect things to continue to move forward. 
No, and I think in the UK, it's interesting. The UK is now coming out of a four-month lockdown. So that's a quite a significant lockdown. Yeah. And I suppose that's where a lot of the fear, I mean, although the government subsidies have been damn generous, mm-hmm. more generous than I've ever, ever experienced in my lifetime, it's time to now start moving again and moving forward may be different. So when you take your client, what process do you take people through to actually deal with the fear and overcome these kind of things that people are experiencing here and now? Well, we work on providing them because really fear is a lack of certainty. And so number one, we help them develop that internal level of certainty within themselves. But fear is about what's going to happen in the future. And the biggest antidote that I give people right off the bat is get them to focus on what they can do today. Right. What action can you take today that's going to move you forward? See, that's the thing that most people kind of get stuck on. And it's a fear. The fear of overwhelm is another big one that we deal with because it's like, oh, my goodness, this thing is the thing that I want to do. This goal is so big. The vision is so big. I don't know where to start. And so we help people come down and say, okay, what can I do today? What can I act? can I do today that's going to lead me in the direction I want to go? Because forward progress is where happiness comes in. We get a level of satisfaction from forward progress. Now, whether that forward progress, you know, in the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step, right? Right. How does it continue? One more step, another step, another step. Because this allows people to move forward through this process. They see that they're making forward progress. They feel good about themselves. Their attitude changes. And again, that ripple effect. Oh, I am moving forward. We are getting better. We are coming out of this. And do you have resources? So, Brian, do you have resources that you can help people make those first steps? Yes, basically we kind of, it, it's a guide, guided process, usually through um, the Incredible Results 91 Day Challenge is a big piece of that um, because that is designed to help you do one thing, to develop the habit of consistently taking action on your top priorities. It's the, the training of it is really only a few hours, but you are practicing the process for 91 days. And actually that's quite important because a lot of people have habits, but those, those habits may be old habits. And actually, as we look at the new economy, those habits may no longer be relevant in today's, in today's sort of business world. Actually new habits need to be formed. Right. The thinking prior to COVID-19 prior to 2019, no longer applies. We have to adapt, we have to adjust, but that is actually something that we as human beings are very good at. We're very good at adapting. We're good at adapting to bad situations, but we're also good at adapting and changing to great situations. It's up to us to choose what we are gonna tolerate in our lives. And I suppose when we look going forward, this is a blank canvas. 
It is. We've never ever been here. Therefore, much of how the future will pan out could very much be written by people. They can choose how it's how it pans out if they can overcome the fear. Right. It. The, the, you're right. But even before the canvas was whatever they chose. We just have to adapt to the environment that we're in now. And when you understand that, okay, yes, things are going to change. The environment's going to change in five years. I mean, you stop to think about where you were five years ago. It's significantly different than it is today. That it's is going true. to be significantly different five years from now. If anything, it's going to get fast. The, the, the level of change gets faster and faster because of the level of technology that we have in our lives. Yep. And therefore, we need to get into the habit of being able to change faster and faster. Absolutely. So if someone is listening in today, and they're resonating with this, they're thinking, okay, yeah, this is easier said than done, but I'm interested. What do they need to do? Well, one of the things I'd encourage people to do is to go visit a webinar or a masterclass that I've done. It's 90 minutes long of pure education. And they can go to becomeunstoppable.info. Becomeunstoppable.info. If they're in the US, they can text the word results to 77948. I don't have my international number available right now, but the but the way to get to the, web, the website where they can register and watch the masterclass is becomeunstoppable.info. And that will allow them to take it, because again, I take a much deeper dive into the fear, why we have it. Fear is actually has a positive intent. It's actually designed to keep us safe. But we've been programmed by our subconscious that fear is a bad thing. And so again, I take a deeper dive into it. I talk about the subconscious. I talk about why we don't move forward. I talk about why fear is the number one thing that holds us back from a truly achieving on the results we want in our life, as well as how to move forward, how to use the five keys of success. That's my podcast that I'm on is, and how to use those five keys to reach the level of success that you're looking for in your life and to make yourself become unstoppable to where your success is not only possible for you, it becomes inevitable for you. And I think the beauty with this is not only can the entrepreneur go on the journey, but actually they should be taking their team on this journey as well, because if they can take, if they can take the fear out of their team, the team's performance is going to go up. Right. Absolutely. The entrepreneur needs to take the journey first, right? Because again, they're following the entrepreneur, the leader. And that's actually one of my missions is how to help that entrepreneur who, who is the operator in their business. And they're struggling to move to the next level to become the leader in their business. And that's really where I, those are the people that see the biggest results in working with me because I help them make that transition because that is a mental shift from being the operator in your business to being the leader in your business. So first and foremost, head over to your website and check out the masterclass. 
Absolutely. That's the first place to start. And if you've got any parting sort of words of wisdom for our audience today. Continue to focus on the things that you can control. Move in the direction, set the goal and pursue it because you are the one that is in control. Make the choice to live the best life possible. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time today, Brian. If anything we've spoken about today on today's episode has resonated with you, head over to booker.com and get in touch. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. Please stay safe. And once again, Brian, thank you very much for your contribution today. It's been a pleasure, Peter.